Captain's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Ninety percent of the women in this country wax their floors because they know how much more beautiful it makes their homes. And more of those women use Johnson's Paste Wax than all other brands of paste wax combined. Now, the reason is there's no other wax quite like Johnson's Paste Wax. No other wax can bring such lustrous beauty to the floors of your home in exactly the same way. Johnson's Paste Wax improves the appearance of a room more than you'd believe possible. It gives the floor a rich, mellow glow that makes the whole room a warmer-looking, pleasanter room to live in. It protects your floors, too, forms a hard shield over the surface that dirt can't penetrate, and that's far easier to clean. Dirt comes off with a flick of your dust cloth. So next time you're at the store, be sure to ask for Johnson's Paste Wax. No other wax can bring such lustrous beauty to the floors of your home in exactly the same way. Vista since last night has been under three feet of beautiful white snow. <laughs> ah, the town looks like it had just been engraved by Courier and Ives. And here, admiring the lovely scene through a tightly closed window, are Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, isn't that simply beautiful, dearie? Yeah. I love snowdrifts just before they get the first coating of soot and cinders. Yeah, and you know what? I've never seen the snow so deep. Oh, it isn't so deep. Oh, no. Well, look at that house across the street. All you can see is that piece of red chimney sticking up. That's a fire hydrant. Huh? Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, this window was kind of frosted up. I couldn't see the house. Hey, I'd kind of like to go out and romp in that snow, you know it? Go ahead. Obey that impulse. Live dangerously. <laughs> I don't dare. I'm too susceptible to catching cold. <laughs> hey, remember when we were kids in Peoria and I built that big hollow snowman with a tunnel under it and I'd crawl into it at night and talk to people when they walked past? <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Yeah. yeah. It was one of those nights that old man McNally went on the water wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that fun? Yeah. Well, so my school teacher went past with a new boyfriend. She says, oh, look at the cute snowman. And I tipped the snowman silk hat and says, You're cute too, kiddo, but who's your friend with the jazz bow tie and the bell-bottom face? Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, her boyfriend started kicking the bajunior out of the snowman, and I quick ducked out of the tunnel, ran around the block, and come up behind him weeping because they ruined my snowman, and she made him give me a dollar to stop bawling. <laughs> I cried myself into 22 bucks that night. <laughs> We went on some beautiful sleigh rides in Peoria, too. Yeah. In fact, I think the first time you ever kissed me was the night you rented the cutter from the livery stable. Well, I had to kiss you, Tootsie. Had too much invested to waste the evening. Besides, <laughs> holding hands is all right in the summertime, but when it comes mitten weather, a man has to establish better contacts. <laughs> I'll bet tonight would be a beautiful night for a sleigh ride, McGee. 
Yeah. Yeah, it probably would at that. Yes, it would. Sure would. <laughs> probably. Well, it was just an idea. I didn't really expect you. Come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. Come in, doctor. Wait till I stamp the snow off these overshoes. Not so hard, Fatso. That porch is built for people, not elephants. <laughs> Take it easy. Hello, Molly. Good day, short, dark, and revolting. <laughs> Greeting, Lancelot. Beautiful day, isn't it, doctor? Lovely, simply lovely. Very bracing. Especially to a doctor, eh, Pillbox? The very thought of people sniffling through snowdrifts and skidding into lampposts must be very invigorating. Now, stop it, McGee. The doctor isn't that much of a promoter. Oh, well, he... Thank you, my dear. But we mustn't take little Eggface here seriously. <laughs> He's the kind who bursts into our waiting rooms, clutching his chest and moaning with pain. And when we rush him inside for an examination, we find he just has his dime store stick pin too deep in his 50-cent necktie. <laughs> I only done that once. Twice, dearie. Huh? Twice. How about the time you sat on my sewing basket and had to stand on the running board as I rushed you down to the doctor's office? Yes, indeed. That episode is known to my staff as the time we went looking for a needle in a hayseed. <laughs> is that so? Well, in the first place, sponge loser. All Lily. right, uh, boys. All right, that's enough now. Well, he may I'll be. be quiet. Good. When you came in, Doctor, we were talking about what a wonderful night it would be tonight for an old-fashioned sleigh ride. A sleigh ride? I haven't been on a sleigh ride for 30 years. There hasn't been enough snow to hold you for 30 years. <laughs> but no kidding, physician and sturgeon. You like sleigh rides? Love them. Yeah? Hey, why don't you promote one, Sonny? You know where you can get a sleigh? I bet he does, don't you, dearie? Mm. He can't find his hat or his left hand or the piano, but just ask him to locate a slayer or an octopus trainer. <laughs> or the Police Gazette for October 1917, and he's your boy. <laughs> Tell him, lover. Certainly. <laughs> Certainly I know where I can get a sleigh. Farmer friend of mine out on Route 62, Mel Hess. Who? Mel Hess. His name is Mel of a Hess, but they call him Mel for short. <laughs> He'll rent us a sleigh. Can we count you in, doctor? Why, sure, I'd love it. I'll be on a case tonight, but I think I can get away in time. Something serious, Doc? Oh, no. Man is suffering from snoring insomnia. Snoring insomnia? Mm. What on earth is that? He keeps dreaming he can't sleep. <laughs> Rather baffling. Well, I'll call old Mel then, huh? Sure, give him a ring. So let's make it a party. We can eat a chicken dinner out in the country and carry some hot coffee and... I'll bring my harmonica. No, 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 no doctor, no. no. Okay, if you don't bring your mandolin. Okay. Go on, call him, McGee. What's his number, dearie? I don't know. I got it wrote down in a little book here somewhere. Oh, I know. It's right here in the hall closet. Never mind. Skip it. I hate sleep. No, right, it won't McGee. take a minute. I know McGee. Right. Give me Mel of a Hess, Wistful Vista, 7869. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra and Lavender Blue. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the sleigh ride's really shaping up, Molly. Where's I just talked to is? Wallace Wimple on the phone, and he's all set to go. Well, good. Is his wife coming with him? He says no. I don't know how he's going to get away from her, but you know Wimp. <laughs> he's as shifty as an armful of coat hangers. Did you make arrangements for the sleigh all right? Yep. All i got to do is call old Mel at 7 o'clock and tell him to pick up everybody here at our house. Say, what about food? You can get pretty famished riding around this winter air, you know. You said it. And when Doc Gamble says he's hungry enough to eat a horse, they put on extra guards at Pimlico. <laughs> so I took care of that. You bought him a horse? No. I called the half-mile house six miles out the highway, and they're going to serve a fried chicken dinner for a buck and a quarter a plate. Oh. With cloth napkins, even. <laughs> I'll take care of the check myself and... Sounds like another customer, dearie. Good. At four bucks a piece, I might even make a profit out of this thing. Come in. Hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Come in. Hi, Junior. How do you like this weather, boy? Isn't this wonderful, kids? Yeah. Boy, what memories this weather brings back. Well, let's live in the present for a minute, Junior. Do you like sleigh rides? Himself here is drumming up a sleigh ride, Mr. Wilcox. Everybody's... A sleigh going... ride? Oh, sure. I love sleigh rides, kids. Matter of fact... I proposed to my wife on a sleigh ride, inadvertently. Oh. How could you propose inadvertently? Well, I was sitting there in the sleigh with my girl, you see, yeah. and my father came out leading the horses. Uh -huh. My girl said, what's he going to do? And I said, the horses are going to get hitched. And she said, what? And I said, get hitched. She said, okay, pal, if you think you can afford it. <laughs> I couldn't either, but I did. Well, <laughs> Wasn't that sweet? Well, then as we were riding along in the sleigh, I was pointing out to her how beautiful the dashboard looked after I'd waxed it with Johnson's face wax. Oh. <laughs> That's very romantic, Mr. Wilcox. And naturally, being anxious to impress me, her future husband, she kept making up questions about Johnson's wax to ask me. Yeah, like, was Johnson's face wax good for window frames and floors and woodwork? Yeah. And of course, I'd tell her how Johnson's paste wax is the best possible way to protect and beautify all wood surfaces. Yeah, but, but, but look, Junior, about the sleigh ride. That's, that's, that's what I'm telling you about, pal. Long before she went on this sleigh ride with me, she knew all about Johnson's wax and how it beautifies and protects because her mother not only used it at home, but her father... Hey, had hey, her hey, father. hey, hey. Look, Waxy. Yes, pal? You want to go sleigh riding tonight? Sure. What time? Eight o'clock at our house, Mr. Wilcox. Cost you four bucks apiece, including a chicken dinner. Great. Want me to pay you an hour later? Oh, you can give it to me anytime, Junior. Right now is okay. <laughs> Okay, here's ten bucks. Got change? No, I can give it to you anytime, Junior. Be ready at eight, will you? Sure, sure. I'll bring my wife. And you know what you can bring? What? My two bucks change. Okay. See you, kid. Here's two bucks change. What does he think I'm going to do? Take off for South America on a tramp steamer with it? Oh, he didn't mean anything. Mr. Wilcox is just businesslike, is all. What's businesslike got to do with it? Gee whiz, you think any two guys at all that I and him have been friends this long, either one of them would automatically trust me, wouldn't he? <laughs> Wonder if this tent spot he give me is any good. It's awful new looking. Why don't you put it under a microscope, dearie? If Alexander Hamilton looks like Groucho Marx, it's no good. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, I think I'd better phone the trivia about this deal tonight. He may not get here in time to... Uh, hand me the phone, will you? Here you are. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the city hall at the corner of 14th and... Oh, is that you, Mert? Oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? Busy. What's say, Mert? Your kid brother. Had a beef with the cops. Oh, it? the poor lad. What'd they do to him? Bought his lunch. He had a beef on rice. <laughs> 
How's that, Mert? No, not so hot. Okay, I'll try later. The trivia's phone's busy. Remind me to call him because I could... Come in. Oh, it's the old-timer, McGee. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hi, old-timer. Hello there, kids. <laughs> Some snowfall, eh? Yeah. <laughs> You want to go on a sleigh ride tonight, old-timer? A sleigh ride, Johnny? Yeah. Sure I do. Who are we going to sleigh and where do we hide the body? No. <laughs> One good way is to mix up some cement, see? No. Mix it up with your feet so you won't leave no fingerprints. No, no. No, Mr. Old-timer, not that kind of a sleigh ride. A sleigh ride. S-L-A-Y-G-H. <laughs> the wagon with skates on. Oh, one of them. Say, I'd love that, kid. Long moonlight ride. Trips winter air. Chicken dinner at midnight. Classy joint, too. Ketchup right on the table. And real cloth napkins. That's for me, kids. Count me in. Mind if I bring a date? A date? <laughs> I'll go right ahead. Plenty of room in the sleigh. Cost you four bucks each, though. That's all. Oh, it's deductible, Johnny. I just put it in my income tax report as foolishness, eight dollars. <laughs> Where do I look through my little black book here and see who's asked? Uh, oh, well, for goodness sakes, that's quite a bunch of names you have there. Must have taken years to compile that book, Mr. Oldtimer. I better get it that, daughter. Found it in the phone booth myself. Oh. <laughs> Let me see. Now I could take Bessie. No, Bessie wouldn't have eight bucks. <laughs> Gosh, you don't mean to say you let your girlfriends pay the expenses. They all insist, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> they think I'm cute. <laughs> Let's see, Veronica Lake, Hetty Lamar, Jenny Lind. Jenny Lind isn't living. Well, what's so lively about a slow ride? <laughs> see, uh, Oh, come on, get down to the girls you really know. Here, how about this one here? Hazel? Yeah. I might give Hazel a ring if she could get ready in time. She don't get off work till 5 o'clock. Well, the sleigh ride doesn't start till 8. Anybody can get ready in three hours. Uh, where does she work? At the roundhouse, daughter. She's had grease lady on the diesel locomotive. Oh, <laughs> oh I better scratch Hazel. She'll never get herself degreased by 8 o'clock. <laughs> well, you figure it out. We got to... Sure wish Belita was in town. Belita? Yeah, Belita'd be a fine date for a cold night. <laughs> She's a fire eater with a circus. Got a very warm personality. <laughs> A lady fire eater? Yep. She closes her act by drinking a bottle of flaming gasoline, Johnny. <laughs> Very flashy. I took her on a hayride one night, and we got along fine till she drank some too hot coffee, <laughs> got the hiccups, and set fire to the wagon. <laughs> oh, I better take Bessie, I guess. Get, say, save me a seat in the sleigh, kid. We'll save you two seats if you're bringing a girl. One seat'll do, daughter. <laughs> Bessie ain't heavy. See you later. Little bird also told me we'd be married. We said, I believe, I do believe. 
too bad, and who's going to tell what to? That was Mr. Wilcox. He can't go on the sleigh ride. He can't? My gosh, he's got to. I made all the arrangements. I got so many people going for so much dough, and the dinner is all arranged. Uh, gee, he's got to go. I won't come out even. Well, he won't even come out. Hmm. <laughs> he's sitting up with a sick wax customer. It's <laughs> a fine state of how do you do. Gee whiz, here I go. By the way, isn't it about time for the man with the sleigh to show up? Yeah, any minute now. Let's see now. I got the food took care of. Old Mel's bringing along a thermos jug full of hot buttered root beer in case of frostbite. I told him to put in five bales of straw. I'll bet that's Latrivia. He said he'd be here early. Come in. Oh, hello, Mayor Latrivia. Come right in. Hi, Latrivia. Hello, Mrs. McGee. McGee, isn't this a beautiful night for a sleigh ride? Yeah. I've been looking forward to this all day. Oh, so have we. Do you enjoy winter sports, Mr. Mayor? Oh, I like all sports, Mrs. McGee, including winter sports. When I was younger, I was quite a skier. I also played a great deal of hockey. Boy, me too. <laughs> Every time I played hockey, the teacher'd call the truant officer, and he'd come hot-footing out. <laughs> come hot-footing out to the old swimming hole, and there I'd be horsing around in the mud. <laughs> With the whole gang naked as a brass bedstead. <laughs> Well, I don't think we're talking about the same thing, McGee. The game of hockey as I played it... Oh, now, you, you can't tell himself here anything about playing hockey, no, Mr. Sure Mayor. Is. He was an expert. <laughs> Particularly in the summer when the weather was nice. Yeah. No fun playing hockey in the wintertime. Might as well stay in school then and keep warm. I think you're referring to hooky, McGee. Huh? Hooky and hockey are two different things. A hockey is played on ice. You, you said have... it, Mr. Mayor. He was on thin ice all the time. Yeah. I'll say I was. Where'd you go when you played hooky, Latrib? Nowhere. I just put on my ice skates and shin guards and... I... No, 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 no. I played hockey. Ice skates and shin guards. Yeah. Oh, I bet you wish you'd have thought of that. Sure do. Think of kicking a truant officer in the shins with ice skates. <laughs> Boy, if we ever got... Talking... I didn't kick any truant skin in the officer's skates. <laughs> I mean, I didn't wear skates just to kick... Look, you're talking about hockey. I was talking about hooky. Hooky is a game you play on skates. Oh, no, it ain't, kiddo. It's a game you play on teachers and truant officers. You see, when you play hockey... But I didn't. I, I... played hooky. Huh? Uh, no. No. 
<laughs> you played hooky. I played hockey. Did you ever get caught? Any number of times. No, of course I did. That's ridiculous. We played it on a rink right in the schoolyard. Oh, a sissy, eh? Scared to get out of sight of the school. What fun was that? My gosh, the fun of playing hooky, Latrivia, is getting chased all over town by a truant officer. I tell you, I didn't play hooky. I played hockey. It's a nice game. You oh, have to... hooky's a nice game, too. <laughs> if you don't get caught. Anyway, I never heard of playing hooky right in the schoolyard. That's the panty waist virgin, I always say. <laughs> but back in Peoria, when us kids got caught... I don't care what you got caught with in Peoria. The Peoria. Peoria. <laughs> I tried to play, I scooted, I skated on a rooting skate. No, a skating freak. No, hooky game and a... You? I was a hooky player, a hockey jockey and a... I did you. You were the one who knows. I... It wasn't... It wasn't... I'm... There's a ringing in my ear. Would that be your voice or the telephone? Oh, that's the phone, Mr. Mayor. Pardon me. 79 Whistle Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Who? Oh, yes, he's right here. For you, Your Honor. Oh, thank you. Hello? Yes, this is my honor speaking. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'll be right down. Yes, right down. Yes, right away. Thank you for calling. Special council meeting. I have to get right down to the city hall. I'm sorry I can't make the sleigh ride. Oh, hey, you can't back out. Look, look, all the arrangements are made. My I gosh, you... Sure. Besides, Mr. Mayor, you're leaving the field open for Dr. Gamble to take Fifi Tremaine on this sleigh ride. Yeah. Have you thought of that? Yes, I have. I thought of it two hours ago. About the same time that Dr. Gamble got an emergency call and had to drive out to Dugan's Lake. <laughs> By the way, he won't be on the sleigh ride either, but have fun. Good evening. Boy, of all the dirty... It looks like the sleigh ride's falling apart, doesn't it, dearie? No Mr. Wilcox, no Mayor Latrivia, no Dr. Gamble, no Fifi Tremaine. Well, there's still the old-timer in me and you and Wally Whipple. That's enough for down by the old mill stream, of course. I'll get stuck for about 16 bucks, but maybe... Hey, Mr. McGee, come on, Mrs. McGee. The sleigh is outside. It drove up just as I got here. Yeah, well, where's Sweetie Face, Wimp? You mean my big old wife? Yeah. I didn't bring her. No kidding, Wallace. No, sir. I'm sick and tired of having her boss me around. Yeah? So I just made up my mind to go out alone this time. I stopped around the house getting ready, and then I just sneered and slammed the door. I'll show her. Wow. When does she get back in town? Next Thursday. Oh. <laughs> you guessed it. Oh, by the way. Yeah? You know the old-timer? Yeah. Well, he called up and said he was sorry, Oh, but... no. You mean he can't go with us on the sleigh? Yes, he said he was staying at his girlfriend's house to watch her knitting. You mean he backs out of a beautiful sleigh ride? Just to watch his girl knitting? Yes. It seems she fell on the ice this morning, broke three ribs, and had them set this afternoon, and he's over there watching her knitting. Oh, fine. <laughs> Who does that leave, McGee? My gosh, just you and me and Wimp. And the driver, of course. Mel Hess. Who? Mel Hess, Mr. Wimple. He's renting us the sleigh. Hey, Wimp, you're turning pale. What's wrong, kid? Mel, Mel Hess? Yeah. 
That's Sweetie Face's brother. He hates me. I can't go with him. I'm sorry, folks. No, no, no. Hmm, and I'm a great little promoter. Well, might as well go out and pay Mel off and send him home. Come on, button up your coat. It's cold. Where's my muffler hole? Here it is. Hi, Mel. I got some bad news. Hey, you ain't Mel Hess. Nope. Mel couldn't come, Mr. McGee, huh? but I was coming into town, so I brought the sleigh for you. Have to drive it yourself, I guess. Keep tight rein on old Bolivar on the left. He's a stumble bum. Well, have a nice sleigh ride. Good night. <laughs> well, what do you know? Next time I promote a sleigh ride, I'll make everybody take a loyalty test. <laughs> Hi, babe. Hi, bud. Care to go for a $32 sleigh ride? Why not? Not a very good question. Well, hop in. Oh. Here you go. Get up, follow up. All of you who use Johnson's Paste Wax know that mellow beauty it can bring to your home. You've seen the rich, lustrous finish of wood surfaces that have been polished with this remarkable wax. But maybe you don't know how easily and quickly you can polish your waxed floor when you have Johnson's new Beauty Floor Electric Polisher. The big whirling brush buffs your floor in a few seconds. All you do is guide this polisher across the floor. Ask your dealer about Johnson's new Beauty Floor Electric Polisher. You can buy one now or rent one at low cost if you prefer. Well, dearie, it's nice to be home again. I will say you promote some beautiful sleigh rides. That was a lot of fun. Mm. Too bad you got stuck for all those chicken dinners. Mm. <laughs> I eat about two complete dinners myself, and you... I never saw anybody put away... The... Mm. McGee, where are you going? Kitchen. What do you want? Soda. Oh. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> news of an outstanding new furniture polish. The fastest, yes, the fastest wax polish you can buy. It's Johnson's Cream Wax, and it cleans so quickly, dries so quickly, polishes so quickly, that using it is practically as easy as dusting. Johnson's Cream Wax, you see, not only cleans in a moment, it dries to a hard finish in a moment. So you can give an end table or chair a glossy polish almost as fast as I can tell you about it. And Johnson's Cream Wax dries absolutely. Leaves no wet, dust-catching oil on the surface of your furniture. Clean your furniture to perfection, polish it to beauty with Johnson's Cream Wax. It's the fastest wax polish you can buy. The polish that does a brilliant job with no more trouble than dusting. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, and Brantford, Canada, bring you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.